welcome back to the podcast. Uh, today is October 22nd. I am your host, Andrew Zurich, uh, and this is obviously the Craps Jackpot Fantasy Football League. Some interesting matchups took place last week. Let's just hop right into it, um, I think. Notably, we should start by going over the current record in the league. Um, there was a not a huge shift. Some expected you know, things are happening. Some unexpected things are not so much happening. Um, in first place, we've got Kickers Are People 2 with a whopping 893 points, nearly 100 points more than who's in second place with the second most points at 797, which would be the Blood Brothers. And third is Jake the Snake. And fourth is Galus Gents. Fifth is Bone City. Sixth is Camperdude. Seventh is Pontiac Bandits, eight is Thundercats, ninth is This Is The Year, and tenth is Hans Molman. Um, so with with the week six matchups here, um, we've got Jake the Snake over This Is The Year. We've got Blood Brothers over Thundercats. We've got Bone City uh, losing to Kickers for People 2. That was a very close matchup even towards the end. We've got uh, Pontiac Bandits taking over Camper Dude. Uh, in a much-needed win, and then we've got Galus Jens serving one up to Hans Molman. Um, some things of note, Hans Molman put up a pretty decent amount of points, would have only beaten one team. Uh, Camper Dude would have beaten two teams, and kind of so on and so forth. Uh, biggest gap for Week 6 is Jake the Snake, and this is the year with just 26, so there wasn't like any huge blowouts this, uh, this past week here. Um, instead of going over... You know how the matchups went this week. I figure what we'll do is just dive right into week seven. Um, there was a game last night that took place. We've already got some indicators here of how things are going to move. Jake the Snake and Thundercats here. Uh, this is a very big bye week. A lot of people have a lot of players on bye this week in particular. Uh, that is not the case for Jake the Snake and Thundercats. The only ones that were on bye heading into this matchup were their defenses, which were already replaced. Um, so we got Tom Brady, Terry McLaurin, DeAndre Hopkins, DeAndre Swift, Aaron Jones, Mark Andrews, Mike Evans, and the Panthers' defense. Mike Evans is moving up just a smidge in my ranks now that Antonio Brown and Gronkowski have been officially ruled out. Originally, I was intending on playing Antonio Brown in this game, but that's not going to happen anymore. On the opposite side of the ball, we got Jalen Hurts, uh, A.J. Brown, Robert Woods, Damian Williams, Antonio Gibson, Noah Fant, Alvin Kamara, and the Baltimore defense. Let's start with Peel's side here. Impressively, I think Hertz is doing a great job this year. Like I've said every week, and most people are saying, Hertz just runs for his life. I feel like he runs a mile before he even crosses the line of scrimmage some games. Um, A.J. Brown looked great when he came back last week. I was a little worried he was going to miss that game because of the illness, but he had nine targets, seven catches, 91 yards. He's only got one touchdown all year. I think he's due. It's Kansas City. This is a great game for him. Uh, Robert Woods, just because of the bye week stuff, uh, it's going to be against Detroit. It's going to be a revenge game for Matt Stafford. Look for Robert Woods to score at least one touchdown in this game, too. I think he has a good game. Damian Williams, on the other hand, against uh, uh, <clears throat> sorry, against Tennessee here. Uh, or or Daryl Williams. Yeah, I'm not so sure that Daryl Williams is going to have a great game. Just because if Tennessee can get ahead, uh, they will do that. And then, they, you know... Kansas City Chiefs aren't going to run the ball. Antonio Gibson is questionable. Um, he is dealing with a fracture in his shin. It's a minor thing for him, but he's been limited to practice. I'll bet you he goes just because they've been throwing him out there. 
it's one of those things where you just wish that he would rest a week or two. And I'm sure from like a season long thing, if you're a Gibson owner, you want him to just rest at this point, <clears throat> but it doesn't look very likely. No offense. Um, he played last night. He got nine. Um, yeah, I mean, he looks good, right? Five for 40. Um, he had seven targets last night, which is great for a tight end. That's like right where you want. Alvin Kamara, uh, playing the, the Monday night game, uh, 7-15 RB2 against a, a very bad Seattle team right now. They just came out of a bye. Kamara's going to look especially healthy. He'll be featured. And uh, we'll see how things go from there. Tom Brady against Chicago. Being Bears fans, I got him as QB4 this week. Um, Bears defensive front is really good. Their secondary, not so much. Uh, Terry McLaurin, if he's healthy and good to go, which is trending the right direction, he's in my top 10 against Green Bay. That might be a shootout there. Hopkins, this guy, where there's a will, there's a way. His target share is much further down than what it was last year, but he's still scoring touchdowns. Uh, look for that to continue this week. I don't see why it wouldn't, especially against Houston. Um, DeAndre Swift, this guy's a garbage time king. Doesn't matter to me. They're playing the Rams. It's going to be difficult. Uh, you know, a, re- a revenge game of sorts, I guess, where, you know, you've got Stafford and Goff. But, uh, you know, Stafford is on the better team. Uh, look for some dumb passes to Swift. He'd probably get the red zone work here, too, because uh, the injury to Williams. Aaron Jones going to Aaron Jones against the Washington defense. We all thought they were a lot better. Probably 20 points from him this week. Uh, he's my RB3 just behind Kamara. Mark Andrews tight end three against Cincinnati. They're a good defense. I think Mark Andrews finds a way to squeak past some of that coverage there, um, become a favorite target. Mike Evans, like I said, has moved up. I have him at 13. I'll probably just throw him up at like 9 or 10 this week. Um, Carolina against the Giants, and then uh, Peel has Baltimore against Cincinnati. Those are two good defensive plays this week, I think, like right around middle of the pack. Um, so that that's that first matchup for the week. Uh, I have the line somewhere along uh 131 to 124 in favor of jake the snake i'm gonna stick to that um next matchup blood brothers and pontiac bandits pontiac bandits are already getting 24 points from uh from you know uh dearness johnson here on a lot of groundwork you you expect this to happen with chubb and and uh and what's his name being out um kareem hunt so not incredibly surprising. Patrick Mahomes is going to be QB1. DJ Moore, 5. Adams, 1. Um, Harris, 16. Johnson was 22, but with 24 points, you're going to be happy. Kyle Pitts, tight end 4. Uh, Jacoby Myers is going to be 23. And the Rams' defense is probably the second best play this week. Um, debatably, maybe the first. So that's it for Ryan's side of the ball. Then uh, <clears throat> Blood Brothers are going with Tua this week against Atlanta. Chris Godwin, T. Higgins, uh, Daryl Henderson, um, uh, Jonathan Taylor, Mike Gusecki, uh Pittman, and Tampa Bay. I got the line 128 to 116 in favor of the Bandits here. Um, going through, you know, I think I think everything is pretty kosher. As far as who's got what, especially with the bye weeks here, I think it's pretty notable to go through. Here's the bye for Blood Brothers. They've got Josh Allen, Zeke, Justin Jefferson, Marvin Jones, and Justin Herbert all on bye this week. So stashing a very rare three-quarterback strategy, too, on the same bye uh, in a 10-man league. A strategy I'm not sure I would roll with, but they're rolling with all the same. 
As for Ryan, Devin Cook, and Stefan Diggs, and Devin Singletary are all on bye this week. And then uh, Damian Williams for the Bears is still in COVID-19 protocol, won't be playing this week. Um, yeah, I mean, I got Mahomes QB1 this week. Um, I think Daryl Henderson is a great play this week, especially against Detroit, too. There's there's going to be a lot of good, great play. It's going to be a high-scoring game for for one team, maybe not so much for the other. Um, right now, going into this game, I had the line at 128-116 in favor of Gavigan. He put up 12 more points, so let's call it 140 we'll call it, yeah, 140 to 116 at this point, which is pretty on par with, with uh, Yahoo projections as well. Um, next matchup, Camper Dude and Bone City. Uh, Bone City already getting kind of right around where he's supposed to with the five points instead of the six and a half in the defense here. Cleveland was the number nine play. Aaron Rodgers, uh, Devontae Smith, Debo Samuel, uh, Khalil Herbert, uh, uh, Jamie McKissick, Darren Waller, and uh, Ruggs. On the opposite side, Joe Burrow, Tyreek Hill, Cordero Patterson, Joe Mixon, Josh Jacobs, Ricky Seals-Jones, uh, James Conner, and then the New Orleans defense. I actually think James Conner's a great play this weekend, uh, for the record. Um, Joe Burrow, number 10. I think you got better options this week, especially against Baltimore, but he has been playing very well. Tyreek Hill, you know, maybe one better option. That's Devontae Adams this week. I think against Tennessee, he'll be, he'll be cooking. Cordero Patterson's been killing it all year. Uh, yeah, put him in the wide receiver spot. I think it's a great play, especially love the fact that Yahoo still classifies him as a WRRB, giving you additional flex value. Joe Mixon against Baltimore. I don't love the matchup, but I love the player. Play him. Josh Jacobs against Philadelphia. Yeah, I think you're going to be able to run on him. Uh, I think he's a great play this week. And then uh, Ricky Seals-Jones, I actually think is, is tight end number eight this week too. He's a good, 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 good play. So... Opposite side, Aaron Rodgers, Washington, good. Devontae Smith, uh, he got him at 19. Debo Samuel, always a good play, top 10 for sure. Um, the the one that I think I need to, first of all, so Khalil Herbert um, being RB27 is definitely just strictly because the Bucks are a very good run stop in defense. The volume will be there, so if you need a volume play on a bye week, I think it's a great play. Um, as far as his value moving forward, I think it would, it's the Bears' date. They'll do what they want. We're never going to predict it. J.D. McKissick, I think, is a really good play this week, though, um, especially with Antonio Gibson being kind of gimped. So I got him at 21. I have Herbert at 27. That's the difference there. Waller is number two. Ruggs is 32. I think there are some better flex options, especially against Philly. I think they're going to get ahead. Um, but going over the buys, Emmanuel Sanders, Najee Harris, CeeDee Lamb, Zach Moss, all on buys for Brett. So... Not a lot of options, especially when you got Montgomery and Clyde Edwards-Alaire both on IR. Um, Tony Michelle's the only thing I think he could play, but there's no reason to place to back up. And then Jerry Judy still on IR, so Brett dealing with a lot of injuries, as many people are. Gronkowski is going to be out this week uh, for mixed side. Marcus Callaway is playing the Viscous Chanel, and uh, uh, Mike Williams and Kirk Cousins are all on bye with Chris Carson on IR for mix, so injuries are taking their toll on a lot of teams this, this year. Um, kickers are people too versus Galus' gents. Look for this one to be the biggest gap in matchup. Right now, Galus has not really set his lineup. I'm not sure if he's planning on doing that or just giving Andy a free win, which I wouldn't blame him. Looks like it's going to happen anyway. It's got Arizona, the number one defense this week, Matt Stafford, and the revenge game. You can make a case that Matt Stafford could be QB3 this week. DK Metcalf, 16, Cup 3. Derrick Henry, number one, as always. Chase Edmonds is going to play. Tyler Higby, 10. Uh, 
we've got uh, Hollywood Brown, and he will be 15. And then uh, opposite the side of the ball, Kyler Murray, number two. Um, Adam Thielen will be on a bye. Uh, Elijah Moore, 61. Uh, Leonard Fournette, 7. RB7 for Leonard Fournette. Was, uh, uh, TJ Hawkinson, 5. Mike Davis, 15. And San Francisco, 12. Um, for Galas, I'm by this week. Chase Claypool, uh, Deontay Johnson, and Cole Beasley um, with some options. Cream Hunt sitting in the IR slot. For uh, Andy, only one by this week, but it's a pretty big one. It's Austin Eckler, too. So you get a little preview of if there was an injury. He's got to play Chase Claypool or Chase Edmonds as a backup, and he's a very good third option backup here. So, um, yeah, just, just showcasing some of the depth built around Andy's team. Right now, uh, a little unfair to say what this line would be, but if things stand, 132 to 79. So I, you know, do what you can to play, I guess. Uh, if you can, if you feel like you're going to lose, then lose it. That'll give that'll give Andy, you know, a win, a two of three wins if, if my week nine doesn't pan out the way that I think uh, I'm going to intend for that to happen. Hans Molman, and this is the year. I've got the line at 114 to 104 in favor of Hans Molman. Uh, Yahoo's got the line drastically different here. Um, first of all, the reason being, I don't think Barkley comes back. I think Devontae Booker hangs on to the job. Yeah, so I have met RB19. If if uh, Barkley comes back, I still see work being split as they work him in. So Matt Ryan, 11. Javante Chase, 8. Uh, <clears throat> sorry about that. Uh, Brandon Cook's 14. Chuba Hooba Hooby, he's uh, RB11. Uh, Ertz is 12. Love the pickup. Love the play. Shepard, Sterling, 18. He should be higher. He'll get peppered with targets. He's the only wide receiver on that offense. And then New England against the Jets, that's that's three. You can make a case for one through three for any of those defenses. Lamar Jackson, three. A.J. Green, uh, 37. Calvin Ridley, seven. Latavius Murray, 50. Uh, Saquon Barkley, 79 for me. Um, Kelsey, one. And Ahmad St. Brown, 40. And then the Green Bay defense against Washington is 10. And that's just because, like I said, I predict that to be a shootout. Tony Pollard, Keenan Allen, and the Buffalo defense all on bye for Jake. Um, Dalton Schultz, Mari Cooper, Dak Prescott all on bye for Jeff. Uh, Alex Collins is questionable for Jeff. McCaffrey is still on IR. Kittle is on IR. Michael Thomas is on the Pup R list now, set to return. Still not seeing him come into any value until at least week 10 or 11, but he's been hanging on to him all season, so getting some good potential WR1 value out of him. <clears throat> and we know Winston slices to sling it, so we'll see if that happens. Um, yeah, I mean, this one this one seems pretty obvious to me in terms of if you know if Barkley plays, that hurts Jeff. If Barkley doesn't play, it helps Jeff. So I get the line 114-104 in favor of Jeff this, this, uh, this upcoming week here. Um, that's going to do it for the podcast today. Not a lot of big notable stuff. If, we're, if we want to look real quick at Fantasy Pros um, power ranking list, we could do that. Well, I guess we should might as well just go through that, right? Add a little bit of time in here. Um, yeah, so power rankings have, have changed, not so drastically. Um, the way that it sits right now is Jake the Snake is first in the power rankings, followed by Pontiac Bandits, then Kickers for People 2, Blood Brothers, Thundercats, Camper Dude, this is the year Bone City, Galas Jensen, Hans Molman. So with a score of 100, Jake the Snake, Pontiac Bandits is number two with the 94. Um, five at QB, five at RB1, three at RB2, four at WR1 and two, three at tight end, 
two at the flex, eight at defense, and number one with the bench spot. Um, and then it just kind of jumps down from there. It, it It's not huge. Uh, you know, WR1 and 2 for Pontiac Bandits. Uh, he's number one for both of those in QB4. Kickers are people two, number one for the RB1 and 2 type thing. So these are the things that drive him up. Number nine at tight end, number nine at flex. Um, and this is just this is just rest of season rankings. This is week seven. Week seven is uh, Jake the Snake, then Kickers are people two, Pontiac Bandits. Uh, Thundercats, Camper Dude, Blood Brothers, Bone City, Hans Moment. This is the year, and Kalis is Gents. Um, yeah, so that's that's a power ranking. So if we're looking at the league analyzer and, and seeing where people are going to projected to stand up at the end of the year, I think if you've got wins under your belt at this point with the way that all the injuries are going, the wins are going to help you more than your team composition. It Obviously, the team composition helps a lot, um, but with a record... A current record of five and one, projected record nine of five. Uh, kickers are people too. Ninety-eight percent chance to make the playoffs and twenty-five percent chance to be the champ. Jake the Snake, number two, with a four and two record and an eight and six record projection, uh, a rank change of plus one, taking over from Blood Brothers. Uh, four and two, eight and six, an eighty-nine percent and sixteen chance. So very close for second, third here. Galus is gents fourth place. Not starting to disagree with this. Finally. Trades help teams. I think uh, a very good one and some good moves help Galus Gents plus the winning record. Probably going to end up at 7-7 seven and seven with a 66% chance to make the playoffs, but a 6% chance to win. Camper Dude will go, he's 3-3, three and three, ends up 7-7, seven seven, a plus 1 in rank change here, a 62% chance to make the playoffs and a 7% champ. Pontiac Bandits, 2-4, and four, could go 7-7, seven and seven, a plus 1 here, 60% chance to make the playoffs and 11% to win. Bone City three and three seven and seven for the projection minus two in power rankings, sixty percent chance to make the playoffs with a seven percent to win. Thundercats currently two and four goes six and eight thirty six percent to make four to win. Uh, this is the year two and four six and eight thirty three percent and a four percent chance to win. And then unfortunately Hans Moment at one and five goes four and ten seven percent chance to make it and a less than one percent chance to be the champion of the league. Anything can happen. Um, Looking forward to a continuation of a great year. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. Remember to get your pet spayed and neutered, all that jazz. Uh, talk to you soon, and good luck this week.